than what I've got. W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. God, how many? That's 10 letters, right? It stands for let's watch a, full length is one word because there's a hyphen, movie on YouTube. Seven words, right? But Welcome. Y and T are initialized, right? Right, but that stands for YouTube. We're, our show is called L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike, I'm glad to be here today, and I'm also proud to resent <laughs> our guest, Adam Spiegelman, your brother. Yeah, so I'm really excited. This show is based on my brother's show. Adam has been doing a podcast interviewing the greats. I was just, it's a cult movie podcast. There's interviews and there's reviews, and the interviews, you go to proudlyresents.com, and you look up the guy from summer school, Okay. You look up the guy from Ski, whatever. Dean, what's his name at? Cameron? From yeah, that was a great interview. He talked about everything. The guy, uh, uh, Dean Cameron or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I know yeah. He was in, uh, him and his brother were aliens on a TV show in the 80s. The, uh, called, um, I love that show. They came yeah. to Earth or, I don't know. Something like that. But, but anyway, he was, very, he was very open about uh, losing his career in Hollywood. It's very interesting, very funny. <laughs> It's very funny, and the guy has a good box out. So check out Adam's site for some great interviews. Lloyd Kaufman from uh, Troma has been interviewed. Uh, all the greats. And all the great, greats. All the greats. Not so greats. There's a lot of people. I'm in it, too. Uh, and Adam is graciously here with us. He has picked our movie that we're going to watch, a full-length movie on YouTube. We want you to go to YouTube, watch the movie with us, and listen to our podcast at the same time. Yes, we are a podcast. We are all over. We're known to be airing... Uh, streaming first on Muni Radio every Sunday at 2 p.m. We're known for our podcast by our initials, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And, of course, we have a YouTube channel where Carl has already synced up the movie and the episode, and you can find that at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, what is the movie we're watching? Today we are going to watch Come and Get It, 1936. But that's not what you put in the YouTube search engine, and this is a first. You're going to put in Francis Farmer movie. Okay, Francis, you know, F-A-R-N-C-I-S, Francis Farmer movie. The channel we like is Jogador Profissa of all craziness. Now, if you put in Come and Get It 1936 in the YouTube search, it does show up. maybe, I don't know if it does. I, you, you've got it. Yeah, but it's like the third choice. And like Carl says, it's not titled Come and Get It 1936. Five. It's titled Francis... Uh, Francis Farmer. Farmer movie, which is accurate, although other people are in it, but, and it's J-O-G-A-D-O-R Professor is what we like. Jogador Professor. Okay, so um, we want you to go ahead, go to YouTube, type in Francis Farmer movie or come and get it, and find the one by that username, which I'm not going to repeat, because I don't have it in front of me. It's Jogador Professor. Jogador Professor. All right, so find that link. Enter the link, click the link, hit pause immediately, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. When our special guest, Adam, says go, you Wait. will go. 
Uh, We're not doing a celebrity comedian countdown? Well, we have a celebrity comedian. Rose, we need you to do a countdown for us. Can you count okay. three, two, one, go? And when you say three, go, go, one, go. All right, well, that's, okay, that's, that's a right. good warm up. Okay, go ahead, Rose. Uh, give us a countdown. Three, two, one, go. Fair enough. Roar! Roar! Immediately, we're when roared at by a lion. You know, there's some movies where the, you don't hear the lion. Yeah. Thirty-six. Yeah, like for for a few years, they just had a silent roar going. In the intro of the MGM movie. Lame. Ed, so Howard Productions presents Edith Barber's "Come and Get It," uh, talked over by Adam, Carl, and Mike. Want to get <laughs> all the preferences out of the way. This was a book in 1935 called um, uh, called "Come and Get It." And it was supposed to be a book all about how, like, America, the robber barons raped it, chopping down all the trees and messing up the, the waterways. And, but this film got changed by Howard Hawks, who's the director, right. into more about the love story and the, 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 the love triangle and the romance. It was more, it wasn't, it really doesn't pay respects to the spirit of the book. Okay. So she's passing out pamphlets and she falls in love. No, no. The book was just a book of exposing how they didn't care about conserva conservation, wildlife. They didn't replant trees. It was basically a scalding book politically against robber barons. But Boring. Yeah. You want a love story. That's yeah. how. Okay. So Samuel Mayer... Mm -hmm got injured. He had a terrible operation. He had two of them, actually. And so he was distracted. And that's when director Hawk said, fuck this book. I'm doing oh. a love story. Behind I sent Rose downstairs, Carl, but can you guys uh, X and A on the cursing A and the uh, rape yeah. words? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just imagine a five-year-old is sitting in here. Yeah, well, maybe we don't have a five-year-old on a podcast for adults, but okay. It's just one man's opinion. Movie. Look, there's horses. <laughs> now, this is the 1800s, late 1800s, uh, where our story begins with a young Barney Glasgow. And now he's going to tell all the workers to come and get it. Oh, he says the title? Which is our title. Oh, right away. It's the first line. Yeah. And it's how we'll wrap up our film, too. Howard Hawks is a genius. Spoiler Oh, really? Uh, At the end, he says, podcast, come and get it. Everything is spoiled. Hey, is there going to be a fight? And the guy says, come and get it. <laughs> Good call, Mike. What else do you say, come and get it? He's for dinner, get a punch in the nose. Mm -hmm. I will tell it. you, but there's a five-year-old in a room. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm eight. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, well, we were... that's a big difference. Big difference. How old are your stuffies? Because we, we want to talk adult, but we don't want to talk in front of young stuffed animals. Now, Barney's like the oh, look at this. of all the loggers, and he's catching someone drinking, and Ooh. he's giving them the business. Was it maple syrup? Off the <laughs> sap, you sap. Only saps do sap. They God, can't really... drink, they cut down trees. Ash, eh? Respect. Hey, I'm a land baron. Oh, Whoa, shit. Somebody I'm the low-budget Edward G. Robinson, see? He wasn't available, see? 
Yeah, now this guy, as soon as I saw this film, I knew his face. So I said, where do I know this guy from? And you know what it is? Him up. This is Edward oh, the, Arnold. Yeah. Which one, the, the lumberjack or the land baron? The land, well, he's not a land baron. He's like the, the foreman. He's like okay. in charge of all the loggers. But he will become that guy, yes. Yeah, he chooses. That's that. what I liked about the film. Was that it? All right, the kid in the back. That's Spider from Goodfellas. He grew up. Yeah, you want to dance? Yeah, he could. He still had his foot. I love like old movies where like guys like that can knock out lumberjacks. Did you see how he He held his, caressed his face, and then punched them in the nose. But when I looked up Edward Arnold, the truth is he's just been an a million things. The only thing we would know is uh, he was in Duck Soup. He was in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He was in 12 Angry Men. I remember him in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He says the line, shut up. Stop <laughs> talking. But is it the filibuster scene? <laughs> Be quiet. Be quiet. Now for Eddie. <laughs> in 12 Angry Men, he played men. All right, title <laughs> He played number 12. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He played... Guilty number guy. ten. He was juror number ten. All right. What's he goes? Yeah, yeah. That's the ticket. I haven't okay. seen. So now, what we're finding out is Barney's ambitious, very ambitious. Sure, he's the foreman, but that's not enough for him, right? He wants to do perfect job for the boss because in the very near future, he's got a bit of a proposal for the boss. So he's like, "You men are behind on your login." So I'll tell you what: we're going to double down. And do this other lot, too, to really wow the boss. And if we do, I'm going to throw a huge party for you. Free booze for everyone. Yay! That's the equivalent to now in the office when they say, like, if you come in for extra hours, you get a pizza party. And everyone's like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's no health insurance. All right. well, now just... we're going to see a lot of timber. Okay. Oh, and, timber. Timber. And there are lots of times right timber. by the tree. I just don't get how I don't get mushed by a mistake. Hollywood. Well, well so you say timber. Yeah, you say timber. You say no, but the guy's sawing themselves. What if it fell right on? You don't have a second to get out of the way. No, I'm with you. I never knew I understood that. You noticed there was a, a credit in the beginning for logging sequences filmed by a separate person. So they must have somebody who knows what they're doing. Oh, they must have bought it, right? see how close it is to them? Of course, it's a snake in a movie, but like, what if it started tipping his way? Do you think it's a real tree They or a Hollywood tree? Uh, Okay. Oh, yeah, that's one of those Hollywood trees. Exterior scenes were filmed in Idaho in the North Fork Clearwater River. And we're going to see a lot of that footage. One of those liberal Hollywood trees. Yeah. Yeah. Those Rob Reiner trees. <laughs> You'll see him getting hugged in the film. Now, here, it's like late, but Barney's still working. And he's going to, you know, they're talking about how the river is thawing and they can use it for the logs. And they're going to dynamite the ice that doesn't melt. It's pretty dramatic. Nice. He's like, hey, boss, have you heard of these floppy disks? You don't need that logger book. Like, that's old school. It'll never work. Never work. It's a lodger. Lodger. Although they're doing logging, it's not a logger book. It's It's a ledger. ledger. I was going to say ledger, but I said logger. Maybe maybe I'm wrong and you're right. It's ledger. Yeah. He's a lodger. He's staying in in that hotel. (laughs) 
USA Network. Yeah, well, look how so old the guy in the hat is. Yeah. Like, they're both actually pretty old, but he just looks ancient, you know, with the... Now, this guy, they're probably both 35, to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, how old are your heroes? Right? He, that's a hardy 35 right there. That he guy's lived. funny. He lived. I was a juror for 12 with other 11 yeah. other angry men. Well, that was in the 50s. You see, what happened is Edward would go on to begin to gain weight, then he would lose weight, then he would gain weight. Then at one point in his career in the 40s, he said, you know what? I don't want to be a leading man anymore because I got a diet. So he just let himself get big and took character acting roles. Oh, so in 12 Angry Men, he played juror 12 and 11. Oh, he hey, <laughs> come on. Hello. He filled out both seats, but he played hey. 10. We were going to do 11 Angry Men, but okay, you're such yeah. a good actor. Yeah. Well, I only see 11. Hey, I'm in the room. <laughs> do you mind? Now, we're about to see about 20 minutes of a or documentary of logs floating down the river and how they go about it. This, this is, is in Hollywood. They call this padding. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, but after, like, the first five minutes, you're like, are we really – you see how they make the flow going yeah. themselves so that they can channel. Yeah. Hey, guys, I, I watching this footage, I have to go to the bathroom. Now. You got a log? <laughs> Uh-oh. Right now, what fascinates me in this footing, footage is the, the workers are so close to I know. getting smushed. Every scene, they're oh, almost see. getting smushed. When you said we are going to stream a movie, I wasn't expecting this. Ah, uh, we're streaming. We're streaming a movie. You get it? <laughs> hey. Hey. Everyone now, has a streaming service. you know about Francis Farmer? You guys knew about Francis. How did you learn about Francis Farmer? Oh, I went to Marie Colander, right? Doesn't she have chocolate, Francis Farmer? <laughs> I, I always get... You made I the ice cream, Michael. Yeah, well, for right. me, it was Nirvana. I, if there wasn't the Nirvana song, I would have no idea who she was. Is well, you know how Mike and I saw this movie the first time? Uh, at the Montclair Public Library in the back, there was that little conference room, and they would show movies, old That's movies right. there. I don't remember. Every Wednesday night, and then during uh, the day when school was out. Yep. And we were like one of the only kids there, if yeah. not people, no. who would go every I was, week. I was really loud, and the librarian had to suss me out afterwards. You gotta be quiet during the movie. What, talking during the movie? Yeah, during the Marx Brothers, when I was. Oh no, but we they would every Wednesday night they would show an old movie at seven, and we, our parents would yeah. drop us off, and then, I don't know what they would do. Um, and then we during the day when there was no school, they would drop us off. So this is one of the old movies that we'd see. So that's why but, you uh, you recommend you pick this one. Yeah, I really liked it. You know, like honestly, as a kid, I, I was just kind of freaked out by the uh, by the plot where the Edward G. Robinson guy. He, uh, spoiler alert, he chooses money over love and then regrets it. Yes. And I was like, you gotta go. A one and he tries to make it right. Can we show a little respect for the actor? His name is not Edgar G. Robinson. He's sure 12 and 11. Thank you. Edward Arnold is his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy uh, days. You see, it's just is, gonna keep going very... and going, showing us this footage. Ooh, I gotta take a dub. Carl, sometimes a log going into something white is just a log going into something white. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm really good to it. Is it this time? Here's Francis Farmer by Nirvana. <laughs> no, no, don't play it. We'll never air this on, on YouTube. 
Why? Because it'll flag yeah. us? Yeah, yeah, they'll flag us. Do you see the I icon at the bottom is the uh, baby from Dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> no, Carl, just hold air on YouTube. All Thanks. right, Michael. We played It's Tricky, and we got flagged and got pulled. And yeah, the it didn't get oh, yeah. No, it you didn't just, get pulled. So, but Germans can watch it because of some German Something like that, that. yeah. yeah. Wow, so yeah, so if you see the time, I, I I don't know how we sat through this uh, as kids, but we had more patience. Uh, I think the moving image kind of thrilled us. Okay, Did now we get this money director. This? Oh this yeah, when the, way, when the movie came out, I was like, either watch this or uh, sit home and get a sepsis or uh, yeah, right. Yeah, it wasn't That's much choice. You went to the theater and you saw moving pictures. Wow! Wow! Oh, no, that log is coming right at me. All right, here he's making the deal with the big boss. He's saying they're building the railroad now. They're going to make it right across America. So what we should do is get the contract to chop, all, chop the trees down so that the railroad can go through. We'll be paid to make money, you see? And he's even got uh, a plan for the places where they aren't, like a homestead with with lumberjacks and he goes well that'd be fine and you're just the man to do it he goes no i'm just the partner to do it and right so he gets talked into if you want to be my partner because i trust you to really deliver this millions of dollars you got to marry my daughter and that's going to be the trade he's making oh hey Mm. yeah i'm not really big on commitment Uh, (laughs) um I'm a lumberjack. I don't know what else, I don't want to say anything more, but you understand my shirt. Now lumber, the reason yeah. that the, the Jack um, is right in the name, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not a lumber Jill. Well, there's a comic <laughs> called Lumber Janes. Lumber Janes about female uh, loggers. Rose is still in the room, Mike. Just not... No, I, I. You can read it if she wants. No, no, no. Now, my uh, Adam is married with children, but yet he's still in the closet. Hey, hey, I'm making fun of this guy for being a lumberjack, and I'm the one in the closet. You're, yeah, you're literally in the You speak from, literally. Uh, from experience. No, 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 no more. Now, what I've been trying to get out is Sorry. That the Samuel Mayer. Now, Samuel Goldwyn, now, remember, he's not just some company at this point. It's him. Right. He's making these films. This is well, this is an MGM movie, but it's probably prior to their uh, agglomeration. The merger, right. The reason he chose Howard Hawks to be the director was because his grandfather was a logger, and basically Barney, from the book, is based on his grandfather. So he thought, who better... That, you know, but then Hawk said, I like the romance. I don't like yeah. the politics. I don't like my grandfather as a scumbag. Oh, excuse me. Right. I didn't mean to say that. Hi. Oh. But Adam, maybe, you know, we could do a little humor. No, no, it's fine. We're family friendly. Oh, I'm watching, we're watching a movie. We're watching kids in the library. We can't, we can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now, game. Now, Barney oh, 
Yes, I Barney, am. who's just committed to marrying the daughter left of one. the logger. To make no, left one. Oh, I was wrong. Sorry. No, that. See, he's always lucky, except for he's got to marry that lady. Okay. Well, wait. he is lucky because he's going to bet five hundred dollars. Whoa! You know this is nineteen seven eighteen seventies money. Eighteen eighty six. And he's going to win. Now, he just committed to marrying the daughter, even though it wasn't said out loud. It was the implication. But he's about to meet the love of his life, Francis Farmer. Right there. That's right. He Her name is Zaka. So, Francis Farmer, Howard Hawks, do you guys have any connection to these people? Like, have you seen another Howard Hawks movie? Uh, have you watched another Francis Farmer movie? I've only heard about Frances Farmer. She was very difficult, very hard to direct. And she would binge drink. She'd get arrested. Nice. She was committed to psychiatric hospitals. She she had a really messed up childhood. Her, her parents kind of divorced her and then, in a way, sort of abandoned her. They divorced and, her? Can you do that? How that uh, <laughs> they were divorced at a super young age. They split up. They lived in different states. The mother got this job for doing research, and she said, you know, these kids are messing up my job. So she had the aunt ship them off to the dad. They were on the train alone. She had a really hard childhood. Wow. Oh, I probably dated her then. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. Uh, Rose's well, not in the room, so you can say the F word or oh, whatever okay. kind scumbag. of awful thing you want to say. Sorry, I said scumbag. That was a step too far. Well, well, bag is a perfectly fine word. And, bag is fine. Okay, so uh, Francis Farmer is helping. He goes, I'm not flipping this over to see if the thing is in there. You flip the other two over, you know, because he's not going to get scammed. This is just showing the head how great they're all in. That's really cool. Building suspense. Now, the, you know, in eight. $500 in 1884 is equivalent to $500 in 1884. Yeah, in 1884 money, that was worth like 500 bucks. Yeah. Like if you uh, adjust for inflation in the time period, it's right. about 500 bucks. So she's giving this, you can put on the audio for a second. You can see how tough she is, you know. Oh, shoot him. Leave it on for a second Don't. because we're about to hear Love Me Tender by Elvis, but before there was an Elvis. This is 1884, right? So Yes. This is uh, Gomez Adams 70, playing piano. 1870. <laughs> yeah. Love Thy Tender. They changed the lyrics. In the it's completely different. It's completely different. Um, oh, are you going to sing a song? Give me my umbrella. <laughs> Where's my car? It's a pair. Your hair looks like it's been raining all morning. Look at that. Give the guy a towel. Okay, the song is called Aura Lee, popularized by Elvis Presley with Love Me Tender. So we could play this song oh, yeah. the main tune. Now, this was Francis oh, yeah. Farmer's biggest movie. And then on the Ed Sullivan show, like three decades, four decades, three decades later, she'd sing this song because it was her most popular movie. Oh, wow. Was he regretful singing it? No. Ow, my eye. Why'd you open it in the parasol and doors? Now, I get sick of this song by the end of the film because they play it throughout, my goodness. 
Imagine um, she's saying orally. Maybe that will help you. <laughs> orally. Right. Orally. Yeah, right. Now it's an interesting song. Now you're interested. Orally. I'll listen to the end. I want to see how it ends. <laughs> how will we be taking this test, Professor? Orally. Oh, the barbershop's there. How, how do you... How are you going to take my temperature, doctor? Rectally. <laughs> See, aren't you glad your kids out of the closet? I can say that now. Can we watch the log scenes now that my daughter's in the room? Yeah. Slowly. Now, check this out. I was going through Wikipedia to start off, and it said, Music by Alfred Newman. So I immediately tried to research what's his middle name. Right. Alan, Alfred Allen Newman. That oh, is so close. Hardcore research right there. Oh, I what me that, worry? Yes, what me worry. I learned that the East in Alfred E. Newman stands for enigma. I don't know. Is that uh, interesting? You know Something. they ripped off that, that, that face. That face was used for advertising in the 1800s. Uh-huh. Like, you know how they would have, like, you know, Dr. Spiegelman's cure-all or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, so they would have Alfred really? E. Newman. They reused that image, and then they, for the rest of their corporate lives, they backtracked and retreaded and said, like, oh, you know, it was a popular image at the time, and like, or it was a coincidence or something like that. But, yeah, you could trace it back to the 1800s. It's kind of hard to say that when the guy's name is Alfred E. Newman. Now, it turned out that Alfred Allen Newman was, like, he did over 200 motion picture scores, he did the fanfares, which are associated with Samuel Golden Pictures. Wow, that's big news. He was one, among the first musicians to compose and conduct original music during Hollywood's golden age of movies. Later become, became a respected and powerful music director in the history of Hollywood, his son too. Newman and two other composers are the three godfathers of film music, apparently. So, usually I ignore the music because he was Alfred Newman... You were like, what? Let me check this out. Yeah. There was some Mad Magazine songs, right? Uh, they had a... Do you remember that, Ed? They would have a record inside the... Uh, the magazine, yeah. I'm going. It wasn't I'm going berserk, but it was like I'm going mad or something. I think I'm going crazy. It was like... It, it was a gimmick 45. It was a, a plastic uh, right. 45 inside the magazine. You, you would separate it, serrate it out, and it had multi-grooves. So the song would begin... Hey, it's a wonderful, terrific day, or something like that. And then it would get to a multi groove and it would give you one of three different endings or cool. whatever. So it would be like, you know, my wife left me, a rat bit me, or something like that. It's so I remember the that first time I ever put that on, I heard. It's you played the Nirvana song anyway. All right, fair enough. Well, you don't have any Beatles songs to ruin this? Yeah, what about Rolling Stones? Did they, Francis Farber mentioned by Bowie? <laughs> now look, Francis is putting a Mickey in his drink. Did you see that? Yeah. Who's Mickey? Okay, so he's going to like pass out. She's going to steal his $500 of winnings or whatever. Nice. But something weird happens. They he starts up. asking her... Where did you come from? Are your parents still alive? Can you get back? And she gets pissed off. Hey, what are you two? A bunch of missionaries. Come on now. <laughs> and I'm a lady of the evening, Shane. He's genuine. He's just interested. And it turns out it, about $150 she could get back home. So 
So he gives her like 200 bucks. And then Sven chips in like 30 bucks, whatever he's got. Fucking and then she starts to realize this guy's not worth ripping off. This guy's a nice man. Right. And so she'll prevent him from drinking the drink. Oh, wow. Why don't you give it a listen for a second? All right. Well, I'm getting kind of thirsty. She's like, you better stop drinking. Will you get out of here? Look here, buddy. Your pocket's full of money. Put the mask sitting on there. You think he's gonna let you get away? I think you're crazy. Oh, he's like, she's like, my pimp's not gonna let me out of here anyway. Is he gonna leave the table and his buddy's gonna drink his drink? Finally, slurp. You should have written this film. Yeah, I'll talk to Howard Hawks about this. See that? Whoa. Yeah. Now you'd think he'd be like, hey, screw you. But he's like, no. He's like, you're coming with me. I like you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I disagree. I'm in the minority. Yeah, Pimp is like, you're not taking my best girl who sings Elvis Presley songs. Yeah, and has an umbrella indoors. So Barney's like, here, you sit down. We're going to fight this out. And she goes, what do you think I am? And she grabs her own bottle. Oh, look at this whacking guy. people on the head. You know, every time there's a bar fight, especially if it's the Wild West, there's a certain choreography that we're just used to. And this is like, breaks all the rules. Look, he threw the chair at his knees. They're fucking rough fighting. Lumberjacks, man. Look at this guy. He does that move. Holds the chin and then slams the head down. Yeah. Bang! Oh, right in my face. <laughs> oh, yeah! This look at that. Called back later in the film. What a dangerous thing to do! Right in the Ouch. nuts. Oh, hey. no! Again, another oh, right in the nuts. Oh, the family jewels. Oh, <laughs> uh, my glasses. The log. The log in the stream. This is the most dangerous stunt I've seen. Custard pies are less dangerous. They're throwing metal frisbees at shit. Mike, it's a movie. We don't know what's up. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying... Hey, my uh, thoughts and prayers out to the families that were hit by these trades, but there's nothing we can do about the trades. <laughs> but they get um, to free the girl. It's their right to have the trays. Uh, I can't regulate trays. It's defined in the 222nd Amendment. Great. Oh, well, she settled in. Aya, honey. Aya, Ralph. Because she was a traitor. Wait, was she like a... Was she a prostitute? It's never said. Okay? It's implied. She just sings in cat houses. Singing prostitute. Well, I don't know that she was, but... Are they all? Come on. Just kidding. So now she's like, I love you. I love you. They love each other. Now listen, Alice. Why it's not a get rich scheme plan. You uh, guys know the Nirvana song? Do you know it? Something, something. Francis Farmer. Uh entertain me. It, uh, no, no, no. The, it, the title of the film is called the title of the song is called Francis Farmer will have her revenge. She's not mentioned in the song, but 
she is born in Seattle, Washington, and that's where they're from. So maybe it says this is the only thing, and maybe it's her. You think in her false up? witness, I hope you're still with us to see if they float or drowned. Our favorite patient, because she was incarcerated a lot. Display of patience, disease-covered Puget Sound. She'll come back as fire, burn all the liars, leave a blanket of ash on the ground. Wow. That might be. He was, what, 25 when he wrote that? Every 25-year-old knows that. I guess so, if they're from Seattle. You think like Kurt Cobain saw like a punk rock sticker or Francis Farmer on some coffee shop in Seattle? He's like, oh, just, cool. 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 Oh, look, there's a hole in the screen. In the uh, screen. Yeah. Now, they're off to somewhere, but Sven has a telegram. Okay? Right. And then it says, my yeah. daughter's expecting your arrival. You want to be oh, serious well, about this partner? That's my so birthday. Get down yeah. here. 1884. I like how it says, quit fooling around if he's like, stop fucking her. <laughs> Come on, Jane. My daughter's not going to get pregnant look, herself. Look at Jane. his face. He's got a serious dilemma now. Am I going to be a rich, powerful man, or am I going to be happy in love? I love, like, the only options for women in his life are either the boss's daughter or a possible prostitute. Right. Like, there's no, like, regular woman, you know. Look, he's sitting right by the hole. Hello. Looking right in there. They're both there. Oh, yeah. I'll show him. Oh, they were in on the joke. Oh, and good night. That's it. Oh, now this is a steam bath, and we know Major it from seven. right now. If no, you're Carl, in a thank spot... you for explaining mansplaining to two Jews what a steam is. Yeah, right. Like we don't know what a good. We call that a Jew, a gym. We call it a workout. Yeah. That's a workout right there. Now I want to let you morons know: if you pour cold water over a man in a steam bath, it is very, very shocking to the system. And Sven will get that three three times. Let me just Christian explain this whole thing to you. Are you Christian explaining? You know, I don't see these boxes anymore. I think during COVID, this is a better idea than being in a communal steam room. During COVID, your whole life. Right. But no, this sucks. You're stuck in a box and a guy puts cold water over your head every 10 seconds. I'm not joking. I used to go to the gym. My whole workout was just going into the steam room. And, you know, and then showering afterwards, getting dressed and taking the bus home. That was it. I didn't yep. like, maybe, maybe I'll lift the weight or something. Put my pants back on and just get on the bus. Yeah. Now you can't get out of there alone. The guy's got to let you out. And also the cold water's not part of the treatment. He goes, he's saying like, you love her. You shouldn't marry the other one. He goes, hey, put cold water on his head. Don't you dare. And he's getting splashed. Oh, that's hysterical. Oh, you look so much better. Look how refreshed you are after a good Look how sh great the shirt looks after that scene. I know. That's now, like, in the book, this guy was a huge lumberjack guy. And, you know, the director just said, fuck the book. This guy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actors, Actor for this. The Academy Awards were new. By the way, I hope you come back for the Razzie show, Adam. I think you're going to vote. That'll be in March. Got to vote. Carl's signing up. He's now a member. I'm signing up, yes. I'm going to be an Academy member. So, basically, he's like, I'm going to the daughter. 
you tell Francis Farmer we're breaking up. He's like, I'm not doing that. He goes, well, I can't. I don't have time. And he goes, Barney, you have time. He goes, well, I can't because I won't do it if I'm in front of her. So you've in got to tell her. You have time. You have time. In fairness, I'm a coward. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got to go. Uh, there's something over there. I'll be right uh, back. In the oven. We don't have an oven. Uh, got to go. Uh, uh, cigarettes haven't been invented yet. I got to go to 7-Eleven and buy cigarettes. Now look how happy Francis is. I would never leave you. <laughs> it's love. Oh, She's baby got her nice new clothes. Hello, Sven. Where's Barney? Boo! Barney! Put on the... Oh, Mike disappeared because his accent is so fake and bad. His, his Swedish accent. Oh, he's supposed to be Swedish? Yes. I never thought that. Yeah, watching this. He's the Swede. And he couldn't talk with the stupid accent that is obviously fake. Does he forget sometimes and just drops the accent? <laughs> I didn't know. That's my favorite. <laughs> or you ever watch like movies that are dubbed over, you know, like cheap movies, and they the guy forgets which character he is because he's playing three <laughs> different characters. <laughs> you back with us? Oh, uh, Rose is back. Okay. So Mike is gone. <laughs> so Wait, we have your your uh, limit of Spiegelman. Sorry, Carl. No problem. Samuel got better from his surgeries and came back and saw what uh, Hawks had I'm done with his film. And I'm like, the takeover. Okay, you're going to take over? Yeah, Can you see the I. film? We're watching the film. So what are they doing he... in the film right now? Drinking uh, prune juice. Were you about to say alcohol? <gasps> I don't know what that is. No, I was saying. Go let Carl speak. Go ahead, Carl. Well, you know, it's it's not important. It's just for the audience. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I was. I was wait, no, did you ask me to come in just not and not say anything? Is that why you wanted me here? You want another? Did I get the stuffed animals and give them the headset? So, so. Samuel comes back from his operation and he sees what a debacle Hawk has made this film. He's seeing the dailies and everything. And he's essentially like, you're fired. And he got this other director uh, named William Wyler, who does other films for him. Yeah. And the guy was like, name. I'm not taking over some other guy's movie. I am a director. And the guy says, well, I'll suspend you and you won't direct the thing if you don't do it. So he reluctantly had to do it. He refused to have it say directed by him. It had to be directed by okay. Hayes and then and then Howard Hawks and then him. Um, Did you see Hayes to the Hayes office? He hated it. Uh, he did about two weeks of work on the film. He said that Francis Farmer was insufferable, awful. Do you see that in her performance? I mean, no, not... I think it's a great performance. I think it's a well, really good movie. Yeah. Well, you're being biased because you're a lumberjack. Because <laughs> of my outfit? Yeah, and you live in the woods? <laughs> I, <laughs> do. I do, I do. You, you work all day, sleep all night, and work all day, wear women's clothing, and hang around the bars. What? Did you have to do that comedic record scratch? Oh, yes, I remember this. The old Iron Ridge, Wisconsin musical. Fashionable wedding. Yes. No wedding crashers 
I am not recommended. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, that would be the see the, back then she couldn't just show up at the wedding and make trouble. She'd have to get on this train and stay at that hotel and get you know get a horse and buggy and sure. you know she would to, to get and you can't just crash a wedding. Uh, put up you, the sound you can hear the fake Swedish accent. What's a fake Swedish accent? Sven is from Sweden. That's why his name is Sven. <laughs> So she can't marry Barney. So she's marrying the second best man she knows. Sven. Yeah, that always bothered me too. Like, again, there's only two choices. It's Svengeance. The 1800s, right? There's only so many chicks in the town. Right. Yeah, they're either a nut or a Francis Farber. And you don't marry her. You marry the farm. That's what you're gonna get. The farm. Carl, do you think milk for free? She's right. marrying. She's marrying Sven out of Svenzins, right? Yeah, is served. He's doing cult. it for Svite. He's doing it for Svenzins. You know, my favorite uh, movie is uh, Svenom. <laughs> the, Mar- from the Marvel universe. Yeah. Svenom. He's the sweetest Venom. Okay, so now they're going to get married, and that marriage will result in a child, okay? Oh, now we're in the 20th century. Right. Now, he's 50 years old. Barney is this exactly what he planned. Right. A powerful, respected, kind of robber baron guy married to Emma Louise. So is he going to get his... You know, did you see that? He said he had handsome children despite his wife. That's really messed up. Well, that's really messed she's up. that's part of the film is that Francis is very pretty and and the mom is not pretty. Now look, the mom is not even sitting here, right? The, that's the mother of. That's the grandmother. Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. That's another man. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the mom. I've seen this film three times, and I'm just. She doesn't seem like the mom to me. She seems like the grandma. That's the problem. Like, the mom really does not play into this film except for a few lines. It's interesting that the opening, the, the scroll said that he's 50 years old now. Is he going to get a colonoscopy in the next scene? What? No, it's the third. It's the, I don't know that they did that. Because <laughs> he is 50. He should get it checked. That's what he's 50 years old. He's not there. He's peeing right now. <laughs> now he's walking back. Oh, I think I have to pee again. He's oh, he's taking his mail. AARP. I'm not even I'm just 50. Wait, did you guys join AARP? Yeah, he's getting letters from them. Oh, I already okay, joined. Now, this is the daughter of. Okay, we just met the son at the uh, um, kitchen table, at the di- breakfast table, and now we're meeting the daughter. And the daughter calls him Barney, not dad. And she's like, don't you say that around your mother. You'll get furious. And then she replies, okay, Boomer. (laughs) Kids today, right? Yeah. Honey, I'm not a Boomer. I was born 100 years before the Boomer. Okay, Boomer. (laughs) Okay, Boomer. (laughs) No, you don't understand. I'm not that generation. I was born in 1832. Okay, Boomer. (laughs) They do that on purpose. My research about the daughters disappeared. Here it is. Uh, Andrea Leeds is her name, and there's not much here. She 
was nominated for Academy Award. For this film? Like she, No, no. Uh, it was for something called Stage Door in 1937. She quit, reti- she quit, she retired and became a horse breeder. I don't know. There's nothing interesting there. It happens all the time. Uh, you're welcome, audience. Yeah, you're welcome, horses. He was chomping at the bit to retire. (laughs) It was the audience's loss, but the horse's gain. So now we're finding out that there's been a telegraph from Sven or Swan, whatever his name is. It's like, why haven't you gone back to Iron Ridge? It's been over 20 years. Now we know why. It's because of Francis Farmer, right? Lotta. But the daughter's like, look, you're not happy here. I can tell it. Why don't you go back there? We'll live your younger years and try to enjoy yourself. Listen, Dad, now that bar fight. Me, Good lead. Yeah. Good lead. Yeah. Dad, now that you conceive me, I see no reason why you shouldn't leave mom. Right? <laughs> She's not saying that. She doesn't understand that. He doesn't know so about handsome. Francis. Oh, it's the butler. That's Carl, what's up with this guy? No, it's just pa- pack some stuff so I can go fishing. I did not lurk, look up the butler, and he was listed in IMDb. He was not listed in... Uh, Here's the trivia. Hated working with Francis Farmer. Uh, everybody says that, Mike. It's no joke. I mean... But there's always this image, like, there is a double standard. Because oh, no, I knew this was coming. No, I knew this was coming. She's a, a gender of female, so therefore you're going to leap to her defense. No, I'm not leaping to her defense. Assholes are assholes. Incarcerated, she was put in. She was committed to psychiatric hospitals. Because she's a lady. Because she's a oh. lady. She was hysterical, Carl. Is that what you say? Hysteria. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yellow wallpaper, Carl. Like what's the what? She went nuts. Uh, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, there's plenty of dick actors. All right, and I, I think that it's easier to kind of pinpoint the the dick lady actors. Wow. So we're doing That's a general drawing. stereotype here that we're talking about a lady actor. Therefore. No, I, I'm sure Francis Farmer was a terror, but I just when I hear stories about Sharon Stone, for example, I don't really buy it. Like Lucy Liu got like okay, Sam- Sharon Stone, Lucy Liu, but not Francis Farmer. Oh, I love Lucy Liu. Me too. Oh my gosh, she's so great. Farmer is very nice. I met her once. Very nice. Punch me in the face. But it's cast no. in the original Broadway play <laughs> of in New York City. She followed with two Broadway productions, a battle with depression, and binge drinking. Caused her to drop out of subsequent Ernest Hemingway stage adaptions. She returned to Los Angeles in 41, did two films. In 42, publicity of her reported erratic behavior began to surface after several arrests. Okay, my apologies to Lucy Liu. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to compare her to Frances Farmer. Well, she sounds like a train wreck. How about that? Yes. Well... I probably bought her a drink in the in the early two thousands. I'm going to cancel my Francis Farmer insurance, Carl. I'm scouring my notes for bad <laughs> things they said about Francis Farmer. Now, one more time, she is a great actress in this film. She carries it perfectly. You have no idea that she's difficult at all. She doesn't do anything difficult. What is that website where uh, Francis Farmer dates? Like, if you, uh, oh yeah, you only want to date Francis Farmer. It's Francis like, Farmer's only. Yeah, Francis Farmer only. Now, that's the son, by the way, and he was a big deal in Westerns. That was his claim to fame. As a matter of fact, from, uh, let's see, where is it? Nice guy. 
Nice guy. <laughs> Difficult to work with. Hated no. working. Had troubles working with with uh, Francis Farmer. You can tell he, he was like he was just very dedicated. Like when he needed to yell and punch people, just because he loved the film so much. You can tell he's from Westerns because when he sits down, he sits like this. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Dad. I'm gonna go get me some sarsaparilla. Um, he appeared in Western films exclusively from 46 to 76 when he retired. Yeah, I remember uh, watching Westerns in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> they sure did go away, right? He was in Sullivan Travels. He was in Hitchcock's oh. Foreign Correspondent. And he was in The Most Dangerous Game as the hero, which we saw in 32. Yeah, that's right. Do you think he had a gun, or was he being stalked in Most Dangerous Game? No, he was the guy getting hunted. Oh, right on. Yeah, he was excellent. I like that guy. Harry Mason. Oh. Have a nice That'll trip. A, it'll be a running yeah. gag. <laughs> He'll show up all happy later. Like, now he's mad that he Trump. He goes, this office wouldn't be the same if I wasn't tripping. What's in the jars and behind his desk? Your brain. Brain. Yeah, brains. Brain. It's the brain from Half Dead. And I need some more cotton balls behind my head. All right? Yeah. See? What? Lollipops? All right. Okay. He does, he does talk like cups? that. Put up, put up the sound for a minute. This is the son talking about, I got this idea for paper cups. Look, you see how he dropped it? They left that in. They were like, fuck it. I'm almost done with this film. Just. Well, that's why they fired Hired Hawks. It's like, just dropping the cups. This is the guy, most dangerous game. He was the hunted one. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. I'll never work. No one wants to drink from a cone. See, they'll eat ice cream from a cone. But not ridiculous. Ridiculous. Hey, if, you don't want, or if you don't want to be partners, I'm going to have to make this paper cup solo. Oh. Yeah. Like, Good point. Nice. I tried. But the first yeah. paper cup was Dixie. I looked it up. Did they have like a poker hand on it in the first cup? Oh, yeah. And underneath? Yeah. I always spilled my coffee because I couldn't wait. Did I win? Well, the idea was it would be those coffee machine, hot chocolate coffee machines that would drop a cup oh, and I love pour those. coffee into it. Yeah. So the cup itself would have a poker hand on it. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Oh, it would yeah. have a lot it of sugar you, in the coffee. It, was good. it would yeah. give you four cards, and the fifth one was on the bottom. So after you're drinking, you could see if you won. I could but you were anxious. Yeah. Whoa! Our player. Five now is Barney bad. is having a homecoming. Barney is coming back. He's going to find out. Ada, Francis Farmer, died. He was away so long, she went and died. There's Fenn. He can't jump anymore like he did early. He's like, I'm a too old now. Jumping Jiminy. Right. Oh, I'm glad oh, to see you, Barney. Eh? Good Wait, to see are you. they 50 now? Yeah. yeah. He's too old to jump? Well, he's older than 50. You look good. Can I offer you some gummy fish? They're from Maya, from Sweden. Yeah. No, meatballs is fine. <laughs> yeah, these small ones. How do I sit on this? Do I have to build this first? Okay, hang on. <laughs> yeah, I built this house for myself from a box. From a box. I couldn't get out of the parking lot. 
So Samuel Goldman paid $150,000 uh, for the book, and that was a lot of money. And Hawk, because he was sick and, you know, he was uh, in surgery and Samuel was on around, he did a lot, a lot, a lot of budget. So this film cost super amount of money to make. It was a successful film at the box office, but they still didn't make money because the original director printed it all away. And so this Edward guy, Edward Arnold, became known as box office poison, which wasn't fair to him. That's not weird. Now, this is the tray that one of the trays they used to break Lotta out. Oh, and they framed it. Well, I yeah. guess. Does he look uh, like Malcolm when he laughs? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like our uncle. Glad to see you again, Barney. Oh, this brings back old times. Oh, excuse let's me, go I'm through, flipping accents. Let's... Wait, were you doing an Irish accent, girl? Yes, I was by mistake. <laughs> let's listen for a second so I can get my sweet. Yeah, get your accent right. Oh, oh. good morning. Fucking violins. Back then, they had the violins on set. That's how much money he spent. This yeah. is, he's learning that she died. That's why we have the violin. Well, I guess I won't be cheating on my wife. <laughs> I guess I won't be sleeping with your wife. Yeah. I won't need these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Dozens of the fireplace. <laughs> oh, gibbies. You, know, you think Sven has a, enough condoms being Swedish? Why? I don't know. Yeah, Challenger, Carl. That was really didn't make any sense. Erotica reference. That's all I know. I, I'm yeah. so lost in the woods. Oh. What am I, a logger? So you can tell which director directed what, right? Because one is like in color and one is in black and white. <laughs> Could what you tell? Did? I mean, is it? Is it like just he Hawks did the first half and the guy did the second half, or was it shot all over the place? Well, it was the last two weeks of production that he got healthy and came back, and that's oh, when wow. he fired him and hired Wilder. But it's there's a dispute. Some on the internet, some sources say thirty minutes of this footage is him, and then other people say ten minutes. But absolutely, the last. Uh, edit of the film is his. Oh, the one that got released. Right. Hashtag release the Hawks cut. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Hawk cut. This is Carrie, and it's Sven's sister's daughter. I think his name's Svan, and I'm saying, yeah, I'm insulting him. Svan. So they're meeting Svan's sister's daughter who lives with them. Wow. And her name's yeah. Carrie. And she was going to be our lead in this film, but Frances Farmer showed up and beat her. Really? God, yeah. she must be really hard to work with if she beat her. <laughs> with a stick. But she's got they a better gonna go there, but they decided to buy the farm. No, she would go on to have lots of troubles with the House Un-American committees. She was Austrian. She mm -hmm. was pro-Nazi. In yep. the 50s, the FBI began to investigate her, <clears throat> and yeah, and she was blacklisted, and she died at 59 of a cerebral hemorrhage. And some people say because of the stress of being FBI surveillanced and blacklisted, I don't think I believe that, but 
What's get back to the Nazi sentence? Uh, she she was pro Nazi, you said. Yes, she was um, a Nazi. Well, she was from Austria. Now yeah. this is Frances Farmer now playing her daughter. It's the daughter of Lata and Svan, and her name is also Lata. Oh, wait. Well, what I love about the movie is that he left uh, Lata at the age that his daughter, this daughter is now. So right. that's the image he's always had of her. Sven, right. you know, watched her grow up, grow old, and die. So he yeah, had to, so this is, he's back in. It's just like a convenient thing because if the woman was still alive, he would have to see her thirty years older. But that's now seeing right. her daughter is at that same memory that he had of her. Now, 20, watch know. Edward's eyes. He will look at her boobs in this scene. I saw it Hello. three times. Oh, and here, call it. My eyes are up here. Uh, hello. I'm not looking at your eyes. How do you, uh, uh, what's your name tag say? Oh, you don't have a name tag. Let me check it out. <laughs> uh, two. There you go. He's right out there. Right there. You know what the move is? Is to pretend you're angry and look at it. Look. Look. That, there it is. There it is. Now they're looking at the ass. This is crazy. <laughs> so oh, they're gonna get kicked out of the restaurant. Lada and Carrie are a sort of like sisters. They live together. Okay, watch his eyes now. Yeah, Leary. Not yet. Oh, there go. oh Elliot, that was a quick one. You saw that, right? Yeah, it was very. It was a glance. Yeah, it was a glance. He got what in, huh? Got what in? Lick the figure, touch the uh, twenty early twentieth century. Make sure it's hot. Ah, it's no. hot. There's something a little contradictory in this film. In this scene, she's going to talk about as if, like, Barney's sexually attracted to me, so I'm going to exploit that. But later in the film, she's going to be like, I would never. I don't know. It contradicts. Put on the sound just for this conversation. I'm going to show you, and you come along as soon as you can. So I'll come later. Yeah. Hey, come on. Listen. I don't want to be there unless the glass goes on but why put beats in? Well, if I'm not there and you wait a while and it's afraid I'm not coming and then, and then I come. So she's I'm manipulating. What are you I'm going to show up late so I miss. She likes me. <laughs> what are you up to, young lady? Now stop screaming and answer me or I'll slap you, big as you are. Oh, you are popping down all your lives. Well, thank you, Miss Martin. Well, you have. You don't plan anything. You just let things happen to you. Well, well, I'm, I'm not like that. I'm hot. He likes me, and he can do a lot for me if I just make him think I'm worth helping. I'm sure I'm lost to his daughter, and that looks. Okay. All right. so that's all I wanted you to hear. Now, later in the film, though, she'll, like, do a reversal as if, what? shocking i never even thought of it and 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 the script's not making her just for this one little scene she's got some manipulation to her and then it goes away for the rest of the film it doesn't make sense you think that was added by the new director to kind of oh that's a good point like it was a note that they had to add that scene later maybe make her look bad maybe two shots for sven three shots for sven you guys want any of this (laughs) <laughs> oh, I forgot to offer you guys Grappa, whatever it is Now, he goes Where is she? And and you see the Harry's like <laughs> Like, it's true what Lotta Was thinking, you know And Oh, some toast They named her Lotta because she's got a lot of boobs 
a lot of junior, right? A lot of senior. Right. It is junior and senior. That's right. Yeah. Unless she comes from a long line of uh, a lot of a lot of third, a lot of IV. That's a lot. A lot of. I did the whole lot of love uh, guitar riff. Yeah. <laughs> whole lot of love. Yeah. Whole lot of love. Yeah. We all know that guitar like. Francis Farmer died in 1970 at 56 years old of cancer. That's good. What a jerk. Wow, she's young. Now, when she was young, she won this contest for like scholastic. She was in high school, scholastic books or something. She wrote this whole thing about how God is bullshit. God is not true. I couldn't believe when Scholastic Dynamite magazine published it. Mm-hmm. She already... won a hundred bucks for it, though, and that's a lot of money in thirty-one. Hey. He had to get fifty dollars uh, of God. Chaotic godless world. But later, towards the end of her life, she would become a Christian. You know why? Because she was cuckoo, cuckoo. I'm going to have to see more. She went to the Soviet Union. He did? Wait, During her final year of college, 1935, Francis won a subscription contest for the leftist newspaper, The Voice of Action. First prize was a trip to the Soviet Union. Farmer accepted the prize despite her mother's strong objections. Fuck you. Where were you when I was a kid? Uh, so Francis, don't go to Russia. Fuck went- you. Where were you when I was a kid? Uh, she went. She was. Uh, she wanted to see the pioneering Moscow art theater. Her interest in such topics fostered speculations. She was not only an atheist but a communist. The same year, she graduated with the degree in drama. When she came back from the Soviet Union, she went to New York. She got into uh, some plays, and then Paramount. Sla- you know, nice. it was too pretty Girl. to not let. Uh, I do. I do want to keep talking about her, but can I just want to play the song? They're playing okay. the accordion. Another one rides the bus. Hey, I want to sit next to you. Okay. Talking to you, Michael. Yeah, that's the song she's playing. Well, Barney's she's singing Love Me Tender, and Barney's like, stop it, stop it, because he can't handle it because right. it looks just like his love. You know. This, in this film, like, Barney's not a terrible, awful human being, you know? He's yeah, he's a little He he's was sweet. friends with the loggers. He was ambitious. He, he was ambitious. That was his problem. That was yeah. his failure. He was a nice guy who was too ambitious. In this movie. That, I, that's what I always thought when I watched the film was, like, he was too ambitious, right? He gave that up. He, he gave love up for money. Right, exactly. For money. And success. Now, he had been planning his success for years and then was with this woman for about a couple, you know, two months. So. You know this song, too. Oh, yeah. I I don't. If you don't know Lily like I do. Look at the kids. Uh, 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 now, uh, that was inappropriate. 
Yeah, and we really out. won't see that again for the film until he makes an indecent proposal later. But we Look won't see any that. more creeping. Ben turns the red fox. Oh, I'm coming. This is the big one. <laughs> he popped his collar. Lada, I'm coming. No, no, the thing is, Swan's got a bad back. So he's like, I'll take you to the specialist in Chicago. And I'll take you girls along with us. And I'll buy you nice dresses. And we'll be on a train. It's like what they've always dreamed out about getting not carry so much. It's what Lada's always dreamed about, getting out of this town. And basically, her wishes are coming true right now. Oh. He starts playing the Love Me Tender song and he starts crying. He goes, What's the matter? It yeah. brings back memories. No, Colonel Tom Parker owes me $500. <laughs> Did you watch oh. that Elvis movie, Adam? No, I didn't. It, I liked it. I don't know. I'm going to defend that movie. Which Did one? You watch it? Elvis, the three hour movie. Oh, should I see it? Sigh, yes. It's not like you might not like it, but I, I really liked it. I thought but you it was, recommend yeah, I recommend it out. Every There's a lot of gyrating, Carl, just so you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you might get offended. You make sure your kids are not in the room when you watch it. Because... Okay. Yeah, we can watch it with Rose. But... Yeah, my, my youngest is 17. My oldest is 22. They could be in a room. They're going to get fogged. They've done their own grinding. Wow, they're really in the 20th century. Oh, they're on the train. Okay, now. You see these hats? We don't know. We don't know anything about it. They will go to the dining car, and women will kind of make fun of their outfits, like they're a little outdated or whatever. And Francis Farmer will get mad at Barney, saying, you knew it. You knew it. That's why you wanted us to dine in the car and not in the dining. So he goes, okay, you caught me. When we go to Chicago, I'll buy you all proper clothes. And Oh, so he's he's hiding them for during the meal. They're going to a separate car. When they oh my god, the meal's on her head. Car, he said, "Let's dine in my car," and they said, uh -oh. "No, we want to go to the dining room where everyone can see us." So Barney said, "Oh, okay." You know, he's not going to say no to them. Yeah. And then they got laughed at, and so that's uh, how smoking or non-smoking section, bumpkin or non-bumpkin section, uh, smoking bumpkin. Okay. Here they are in the dining car, and you can see a few people taking a look at their hats and stuff and their outfits and making smirks. Yeah, hello. Now, turn this up because it's a little. Hey, fellow robber baron. Now, the reason for this scene is he's going to talk about how beautiful the daughter is. Hubba, hubba. Yeah, but he'll say, oh, don't be ridiculous. That's what I always You old bull You old a little brandy after dinner, all right? <laughs> all right, I got to go okay. sleep with my daughter. Now listen to what how Francis Farmer talks about how embarrassed she was. Did you enjoy it? Oh, didn't. What was wrong? Well, look at it. Why didn't you tell us we looked so funny? It didn't look funny. Oh, yes, we did. I saw those other women laughing at us. They were laughing at this. Carrie's out. Nobody out there's my house. They did so, Carrie. Only they
Like they, they look like they're weave war. <laughs> they look like they're hairstyled. Well, that's essentially yeah. what I wanted you to hear. And now he's like, gonna, well, I'll buy you proper clothes. He basically starts spending money on them like crazy. That's the reason why you didn't yell, come and get it in the middle of the film. You were embarrassed to eat with us. There was a great opportunity for the director directors to put in, come and get it during the dinner scene. Because it would be in the beginning of the movie, the end of the movie, and then in the middle of the movie. It's like Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Remember the, the shoe shine box? Right. Let's see. Same yeah, you, you insulted them a little bit. Now, a, a little bit. A little bit. Now they're yeah. in proper, great clothes. and Oh, now they don't look silly. Oh, they look. All right. <laughs> they don't look silly at all. That other hat looked ridiculous. This one. Okay. Howard Hawks was originally signed to direct, but was replaced by William Wyler midway through the production. Farmer was indignant and clashed with Wyler during the filming. He later said, the nicest thing I can say about Frances Farmer is that she is unbearable. Though her working relationship with Wyler was tumultuous, Hawks remembered Farmer with admiration, saying she had more talent than anyone I ever worked with, ever worked with. So this is the thing about her. She was tough, but she's gold on screen. Right. So you're saying she's talented. Now look at this one. Was supposed to be playing Francis Farmer's role. You can see why they chose Francis. Right. But you're right. Sorry. Liberals. Right. It was the communists who suggested Francis Farmer. I met her in college. Well, they're all very happy. Now, uh, Adam, one thing uh, Carl and I notice when we watch movies, especially when they have like dining uh, theater experiences, mm-hmm. is that it's all studio produced. Like this is not an exact replica of a dining hall in, in early 1910s, but for the movie they build it. But this is our only historical reference we have. It's yes. like every time they had a nightclub scene where they're dancing around and everyone's eating dinner and they're singing. It's a movie uh-huh. set, but it's supposed to replicate the nightclub experience. Right. It's like the sock hops and happy days or like the the 80s, the reversion of 80s, like punk clubs, you know, you see oh. on TV. It's not the yeah. real thing, but it's, it's our reference now. Now, Adam, do you remember in the 80s you used to watch some movie like Terminator and there would be a like like a Los Angeles nightclub with punks? And you knew that place didn't really exist. It wasn't a real place, right? But you would always see it in the movies. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but you you would think it's it because that's your only reference. So you're saying like we don't live yeah. in the 30s. But and we live right, but we lived in the 80s. And so when we go into this like pretend punk rock club. Like, like, you know, there was a bar somewhere and you knew there was a place where you could go see a concert, but this fake, like, we'll all go hang out as punk rock. Right, everyone has mohawks and right. uh... play paint on the wall. So the thing is, like, a person in 2020s looking at that would think that was a real place in the 1980s. In the same way, I'm very suspicious when you see these nightclubs in the 30s, 40s, maybe they're not real, you know? Right. Yeah. But this, like, that dining hall, like, what I noticed was there's a lot of space, which is good when you smoke cigars. Like, all the smoke goes to the top of the ceiling. Yes. Well, they had more room, yeah. They had more real estate. They had more okay, real estate. Okay, now turn this on. 
This is the reverse of the earlier scene we saw. It's just got to be your part if Mr. Glass was doing all this for. Of course. I've sometimes wondered if. It sometimes worried me that it might be you. Gary, are you trying? I know it's awful, but he is interested in you. You see how it's reversed now? Well, such a thing. You know, Mr. Glass goes interested in me and I got a plot. I wonder if he is. Of course he is. How can you say such a thing? How can you even think it? You see how it kind of doesn't make sense in the script, you know? And no, it's what you said, Adam. Yeah, they added it. They added it for whatever reason. And that's yeah. probably why she was so mad. It didn't make sense. Well, maybe she's just uh, gaslighting her mom. Just, you know, like defensively saying, no, that's not true. Why, why would you say that? I feel like she, she changed her mind or she realized it was a bad idea. And this woman changed her mind, too. I think that's how I took it when I saw it. Now, here is the horseless carriage. And oh the driver God. of it is a guy who works on horses, so he hates it. Go ahead and listen for a second. I Ubered you 20 minutes ago. <laughs> is this Shreven? No, Shreven. Shreven. I like me horses. What accent is that? I don't know. Now, that's Scottish, right? But none of them around too soon. I just thought it was a little funny how he hates the car. You know, it, it, when he's in that automobile, his accent is it's not horse at all. There's no there's no hoarseness to his voice. Oh, come on. It's it's a horseless carriage. Like he, that's why he had a speaking role. He was not horse. Yeah. Um okay, the premiere of this film was in Seattle which is Farmer's hometown, at the premiere, it was it, it was in a place in which you used to be an usher. That was the kind of neat thing about it. Um, at the premiere, Farmer was noticeably quiet, spoke little to reporters, which resulted in news reports that she was cold and aloof. Nevertheless, Come and Get It earned praise from pu public and critics with several reviews, greeting Farmer as a newfound star, likening her to Greta Garbo. So... Right. It's a good spin. But yeah, this was a big hit then. This was a big hit that uh, still lost money because of the director. Did the loggers in Seattle right. like this movie or were they protesting? The loggers in Seattle? Well, Washington State, Oregon, I don't know. Maybe they came over. I did do a lot of research for this film, but I you only got to Google page nine. I don't know what the loggers <laughs> in Washington. They didn't have like a logger protest in Seattle. They didn't have that much logging. Like in the beginning, I, I think that's interesting, the loggest footage, because that's real. Uh, yes, it, it is. Yeah. And it was from Indi uh what did I say? Oregon? No. Oregon? No. It was from was it, it was from Idaho, Italy? North Fork Clearwater River. What did I say? You said <laughs> I said New Jersey. Okay, now we're meeting the sun and Francis Farmer, daughter Lata, will meet the son too. Oh, no. Awkward. I have an extra ticket to the love boat if you would like to go. Uh, well, if I could bring that very subtle. It's directed very well. Watch when they meet. He doesn't have a chance to really get acquainted with him. And she's a great actress the way you can see it in her face. Look, he looks, she looks. And then she's like, whoa. Yeah. Holy cow. 
Yeah. You are the most dangerous yeah, that game. That guy, but handsome. Yeah. Aren't you the most dangerous game guy? Hello. No, no <laughs> come here. Come here. Get away from him. Get away. <laughs> weren't, yeah, right. Weren't you the most dangerous game? I was. Great. You got 10 seconds. Yeah. Come on. I'm not kidding, Wabbit. All right. Guys, get out of here. We got to fart. They're giving him a, a tour of the mill. How boring. Yeah. Now, you haven't heard from her. If you watch this film three times, this is my fourth time like you. She is like a interesting, neat character. She's a grouchy secretary, and she gives Barney lots of trouble. She's, she's one of the reasons why this is a good film. You don't like her when you're watching this, but she's that's that's exactly what you're supposed to feel like. She's she's Della Reese to his Perry Mason. Della Reese to Perry Mason. You know, I remember Perry Mason's show in the reruns, but I really didn't give it a chance. But you know, Perry Mason, like it's crossword puzzles, like the secretary's name, Reese, uh -huh. two E three E's and Perfect. Yeah, and then the writer of Perry Mason, his name is like E-R-L-E or something like that. So I only know from Crossword Puzzles. Now, this is a well-written, well-directed scene, well-acted scene in which this is supposed to be like when they get together and it's the Kindles, their relationship. But it's fraught with mistakes and accidents and fighting. It's a really good scene. Ooh. Smack! Yeah. Smack! Oh, and he smacked her back. He hit her right back. Yeah. Now you don't hit me again. Well, you brought gold up communism in the first place. Being a gold digger. What's that? You brought up communists in the first place. That's so she's like, he's like, something's boiling over. Oh, and man. she's like, Well, I'm busy fighting with you. And he goes, No, you better, you better handle this. Now, oh, right. Come over here and fuck it all up like a bumbling idiot. Ouch! And she's like, you fool! That's all CGI, so the actors weren't like... Yeah, that's right. He wouldn't really get hurt. Now look at you. Who's going to eat that pancake? Right. What are now the he's uh, like, character? You better clean up this mess! <laughs> I do like his hat. I'll give him that much credit. Now, it's nothing to cry about. Wow. Uh, now he's yeah, no crash falls. Or now he's stuck, but he's... And she's like, don't walk around. You'll get it everywhere. Never takes his shoes off. Why not? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. This is the comic relief of the movie, so enjoy it, guys. I wonder who directed this one, because... It's it's a different tonal shift. I mean, movie wasn't it's that. It's a different tonal shift, but it's also oh, his shoes do come off. Excuse me. It's also very good. Like, um, oh, there ha that's the goo. Yeah, apparently this is part of making the candy. You and if you don't do this right, you're gonna mess it up, and right. they will mess it up. And then when you I'm eat, glad it, they're dressed for it. <laughs> I mean, as you guys were talking about um, watching movies about old times. It seemed like, right, from the movies we watched in the library or wherever, 
men always wore suits, always had a hat on. Women always were dressed in nines at the club or at the bar or coffee shop, whatever it is. At right? the grocery. Right. Everybody yeah, at the grocery. The street, the, you go to a city block and everyone's walking around with suits and stuff like that. But you right. wear tuxes to the, to the nightclubs. Go to a baseball game and everyone's Make in their happy. suit. Baseball game, everyone's dressing in a suit. Because yeah. they're going out. Now look, they've stopped messing with the candy because they're starting oh. to fall in love a little oh, bit. Oh no, it's gooey. She's like, they're getting gooey. Oh, no, goo. <laughs> this, is, this is where the movie gets gooey. <laughs> it gets gooey. Come on, guys. It's too sweet. Oh, my this God. is the seventh take. There was no graphic user interface. This was their gooey. Oh, boy, what you want? Okay, now we're going to have a little bit of a clash between father and... Secretary? No, I'm, I'm remembering... Uh, oh, remember... stop hitting my daughter. It's awkward. No, he <laughs> never, he'll never. he never do that because he doesn't really hit on her. Swan never really catches on. He kissed on. her. Yeah, that's gross. You're right about that. He did kiss her in the same scene in which Swan gets up He's like, oh, my back. And that distracts them from it. And he says, I'm taking you to Chicago. <laughs> right. It does. Oh, all right. He kisses her like that. He gets up to react and he goes, oh, my back. And then he says, I'm taking you to Chicago. Great. Bring my daughter, too. Yeah. You guys want any of my penny candy behind me? Anyone now he's that? saying, thanks for coming over. Let yeah, do you guys want some candy? It's stuck to the bottom of my shoe. Dad's yeah, finding out that most deadliest game was over at Lada's house. Uh, what? what the fuck? We were making candy in the kitchen, if you know what I'm saying. No. Not candy. Well, is it it yeah. is Francis Farmer, right? Candy? Yes. Yeah, so People get called out. Why don't you turn it on for a second? Because sure. it goes, in a pig's eye. Oh, but I know what you had, young man. You've got other things to do. Try going around with a little hand's daughter. I want to stop. You go down there. I, I paused the scene where they're not even talking. They're just giving each other the eye. <laughs> Take a letter. Wait a minute. This will interest you. Oh, can you I'm keep a secret? Jesus. Feel stabbing in my back. I'm shipping my son off to Chicago so he won't mess with my girl. Now, can we, can uh, we talk Chris about Chris Hansen is outside to see you, sir. I was wondering about the chocolate. If we could get back to the chocolate of Francis Farmer, what is the connection? Why do I always connect that name to chocolate? There is a, I have no idea. T- all right, I'm Googling. Carl? All right. Carl's going to do a dissertation about Francis Farmer. Francis chocolate. Farmer chocolate. I didn't research Francis that. Farmer chocolate. No cords? Come and get it? I'm, I'm dreaming. It has to be something else. Franz chocolate. That does, thank Whatever you. happens to Francis Farmer. Fanny Farmer. Annie Farmer. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Fanny Farmer candy. 
Okay, so what's so up? This is a game called to... Diablo. And oh, it was really? very popular in the 30s. And this is like the tail end of its popularity. It's about to go away. This now, is like a Sudoku puzzle for them right now. Yes, when it was fresh, you know. Yeah. Now, she is going to say, I'm not marrying the rich boy that mom wants me to marry. And, <clears throat> you know, Edward's going to be like, that's insane. You can't, because she wants to marry this, like, low-life guy in the paper mill, the one who was doing the paper cups with the son. He's like, I, I, well, he doesn't say I'll forbid it, but he essentially does. And then she goes, look, you were going to marry that Lada. You, you didn't marry for love. You married for money. And look at you. You're miserable. I don't want that to happen to me. And so he will completely change his tune and say, you're right. You Thank should marry for love. And he'll be friendly with the bum who's doing the paper cups. He'll warm up to it. You'll see. Well, he's about to make a lot of money over that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's right. But he didn't. <laughs> want to he wanted to reject the idea and say like you can't marry a low life and listen and there's other ideas sliced bread ridiculous people want to rip their bread no one wants to slice <laughs> yeah, you bite <laughs> your bread off how can you fit it in a toaster <laughs> what's a toaster people <laughs> just want to put it in the oven and wait three hours all right this is the greatest thing since unsliced bread <laughs> I gotta go put horses back in my horseless carriage. Yeah, <laughs> it's not working. How much horsepower has this horse got? One horse. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. The other one's sick. All right, fair enough. Oh. <clears throat> so, you know, he can get. He gets it. He gets it. You're right. So you're gonna marry for love, not money. And so he's going to try to make it so that, okay, this guy's got some money. Paper cup idea. Okay, so there's not only Fanny Farmer chocolate, but there's also <laughs> Fanny Merritt Farmer from the 1800s was an American culinary expert whose Boston cooking school cookbook became a widely culinary text. Whoop-de-doo! This has nothing to do with our film. But I'm just saying, like, Francis Farmer, I would think of the chocolate, and I would yeah. think of the cookbook. I would not, you know, I would get that but confused. right now we're researching your tangent. <laughs> I think it's relevant. Okay. It All was right. on the show. Yeah, right. So here he comes down to the, like, low-life dredges of the workers. He goes, hey, what's your name? What's your name? You know what my name is. And he goes... I thought you'd take it this way, you know, about the daughter. So he gets pleasantly surprised that Barney's going to be cool with this. Right. No, he wants to go take him up on the paper cup idea. I should have looked up this guy's history, who he is and everything. It's just that he was in IMDb, but he wasn't in Wikipedia. So I thought he wasn't important. And then we, the clock was ticking on our show. So no, it's fine. I, I had an off tangent that I added. So that, that even. <laughs> He goes, well, watch out for that. It goes, trip. Hey, you're all right. Yeah. yeah. Say. And his shirts are always steamed. Uh, no wrinkles here, huh. uh, A little now, business. this cap of yours. No, that's a paper cup, sir. Oh. Right. oh, so you can drink water out of it, and it's a Dungeon's cap for rodents. We can sell it two ways. 
That's a genius, eh? Now, where do you Send put the my son in, who's the ingrate. Send in my ingrate son. Where's the cock blocker? Look at that neat phone, huh? Yeah, that's a top of the line. That's a horseless telephone. <laughs> <laughs> this phone is a terrible. They want to put numbers on this phone. I said, no way. See, it's a terrible idea. Everyone wants to talk to an operator. Or just give me the extension so I can connect you. Bing, bing. Benson has five, five, five. That's how it's done. Sadie, get me New Manhattan. Right away. So they're like, how many of these paper cups can you produce in a day? And, you know. He goes, I'll see you at the party to watch your step. Well, so anyway, trip. he's being cool. That's the thing about this Barney. Like, he is bad. It's creepy. He wants to rekindle Lotta with the daughter. It's inappropriate. It's so young. But at the same time, he doesn't. Not a bag. Okay. Yeah. Right now, whoa, you're looking at his balls. Yeah, he's she's looking looking right at her balls. She look at that. She's not even pretending she's not looking at it. Well, because he's boring them he's with like history it. of paper, and they're so oh. bored. Oh, oh, look at those. It's a pulp, pulp fiction, right? Well, this is one of the hey. things I really like about this movie pulp is that the son is not a catch, and she's still falling for him, like he's. He's clumsy. He says dumb things. He's prattling on about history, and she still is like in love with him. He was packaged. That's love. It's the whole package. Look at her. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's like, That's I like your stupid story. <laughs> Glad I put on my good bow for you. Go ahead, listen to it a moment. It, maybe it's. Oh, I can't wait to hear the story. Oh, we'll never hear that paper story. Back to the <laughs> horse carriage. Right. Oh, see, he did uh, go back to the horse carriage. Well, it's not the same guy. Hey, you horses, will you be in the movie again? Nay. You see how it, <laughs> <laughs> you see how it's an anchor? You put an anchor on yeah. it? Yeah. Hey. Now, hey. He, he was supposed to say, don't weigh me down. It was the joke, but he was horse that day. Oh my God! Come on, what's why are the what's with the long face? <laughs> oh, thank I God! You, I want you oh. to have this horse. Are you looking in my mouth? Have you no respect? Ah, uh, I get it. I get it. Oh, oh, thank God you shut up. He was boring us about paper. boring us to death. No, oh, was. tells that story it about was. the phone again. Uh, Anything? Oh, I love paper too. Now he's admitting it. He was like, "I'm just a regular windbag." Good night. Yeah, but I'm getting the girl, Dad, so deuces. <laughs> okay, now, like I told you before, Barney is rarely, if ever, inappropriate with this girl. But this is the scene in which he'll make his indecent proposal. He has to do it. Like, the whole movie is leading up to this moment. Right. This was the moment for me when I saw it. I was like, he's totally about regret. Of, Go he's ahead, rich. Put it on. Put it on. Go live in Chicago alone. Hello. I'd be scared living in Chicago alone. I'd be there. Uh, I mean, I'd be down off on business trips and go to the theater together. 
You'd like that, mm -hmm. wouldn't you? You'd like it. Yes, but you... You being a married man and all that... Check it out, check it out! People wouldn't know. People wouldn't know. That's oh. it. That's his indecent proposal. I'll offer you $600 if you sleep with me. $600 in 1930s money? <laughs> wow, that's, that's like a million dollars in 1980 money. 1996 money. What year was this proposal? I just love it because he's like, he's talk in his mind, he's talking to the woman that he left. Right. He's not talking to the daughter. Right. Yeah, he's gone crazy. And he's just like, I regret my life and I want to start over. Or I want to, I want to go the other way right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But with the daughter. Right. And she's so like, you mustn't say these things. Okay, fine. I'll get a divorce. Doesn't he look like that actor, that uh, Italian actor that um, was in Breaking Away, the father? Oh, Vincent. Uh, Gardenia. Gardenia. Yeah, he does. I definitely remember his face. I remember the hugging scene. He was the dad, yeah. He always got terrible food from his wife. Oh, he was on a diet. Did you guys ever hear the Glassnode Mills Employers Band? Worse. Oh. <laughs> Employers? Employers they Band. suck. There's only three of them? The three of them, right. They, they hired the Employees Band to cover for them. Huh, shake my hand. Hello. Well, the band's Hi. going on a, a break I've because they're been exploiting you for years. Welcome. Thanks for coming to my party. <laughs> I shake the boss's hand in front of his family. Now look, you see the triangle. You yeah. see it behind oh, his head? Yeah. Oh, so that's, wait, come and get it. That's the come and get it triangle. Oh, so we're almost done with this fucking thing. Now look, this has got to be the mom, and I'm wrong, but look how old she is. The she looks like Cloris Leachman. Wow, whatever it was. Do I have the mom's mm. info? I don't even think I even have well, Where's the band leader from? Was it the first band he did? There, oh, he's playing He's playing that song we've heard over and over and over. Love me tender, love me too. Oh, there's the triangle again. It's not for come and get it. It's a coincidence. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Right. Tri Michael, sometimes the triangle is just a triangle. Play that right. song again. But, you know, the one we've been hearing throughout the whole film. Francis Farmer. Oh, no. I'm just waiting for him to say come and get it at this point. Well, okay. It's not quite yet. We are way deep into Act Three, but but it has to resolve itself. Yes, you, it's not time. It's get a lot more creepy. Yeah, right. It doesn't end on this note. It does get. How are does you? How are you? How are you? Not the right word because he doesn't do anything inappropriate. He just confronts and wants to fight. It's not. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do? She is yeah. not worth being married to. She's a mean, grouchy woman. Okay, this is this is my low life boyfriend who I'm gonna marry, Mom. Hey, Brick Up guy. 
I don't want to be a family of a paper cup, Harris. They look great. Those outfits look great. Look at his friend. He's a pimp. Look at this guy. No, he's the dad. Oh, it's his niece it and his daughter. Oh, hello. Can he's someone water good. my hat, please? Thank you. I'm just... <laughs> he's wearing the chuckle patch from Magic Garden. Why yeah. do you have flowers on your hat? Well, I didn't, but then it started raining. People get on the screen. All right. <laughs> I brought you flowers. Oh, I see you already have some. Yeah. Are we going to see the any metal plates anymore, or is that gone? That's all gone, the metal plates. They had their purpose. They freed Lata from slavery. Yeah. Okay, guys, try the barbecue. Wait until I get my first. I, I get first dibs on the barbecue. Free latte. During the production of The Visit, Farmer was involved in a drunk driving accident. Oh when confronted by the police, she recalled, rather than answering as Francis Farmer, I reverted to my role in the play and what? suddenly became the richest woman in the world, shouting to high heaven that I'd buy this goddamn town. She was a kook, man. She was a kook. I love it. Okay, this is the scene in which it's like, will you marry me? Yes, of course I will. You could tell it's from the second director because he goes, you promise to that, Howard, that you hate Howard Hawks as much as I do? Yes, darling. He's a terrible, terrible director. Oh, I'm the happiest woman in the world. Now, look, yeah, Bauer did not really want to do this film at all. And he insisted that Hawk's name be as a director and listed first, which yeah. alphabetically made sense. He didn't want it at all, but I mean, uh, Mayor Sam, uh, Samuel was like, if you don't do it, I'm suspending you and you're not going to make another film. I'll pay you. This you was before it. Alan Smithy, too, so they didn't switch the name out. Right. That would have worked. Yeah. Although this won Academy Awards, so, you know, hoo-hoo. Everyone liked it. He this. wanted Hawks to get credit, though. He wouldn't do Alan Smithy. Like, he wanted... Well, Hawks no wanted... Actually, it's not in front of me, but one of them insisted, like, that's a film I never made. I think it was Wilder. Oh. It's gotta be Wilder, right? Yeah. yeah. Wilder. They both respect the directors. I mean... Come and get it. William Wyler. William Wyler. Berber had approved Jane Manford's script, which Hawks found wanting. He persuaded her and Goldwyn to allow him to bring in Jules Furtherman to do a rewrite. Hawks just like, while the cat was away, the mouse played. He just like, I'm doing this film the way I want, and you can lay in a hospital bed after your surgery. Right. Wow. It worked out in the end, but it wasn't the leftist, you know, okay, he's all over the house looking. That's the secretary who's been his uh, gadfly the whole film, and he's like, ah, they gotta be up. He wants to break it. Uh, I'm not sure if Another he's street. looking for Lada or looking for them both together to break it up. No, I think Della Reese is an actress in the crossword puzzle, and then Della Street is Perry Mason's secretary. I'm gonna have to look that up, Carl. Later. Uh -huh. Hey! Hey, what were you doing? The fuck is this bullshit? I was looking for lice. She's clean. <laughs> we were trading gum. 
Yeah. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Oh yeah, this guy's uh, strong. We saw in the other movies. I'm gonna Ooh. hold your chin and punch your face. Anyone see a pile of trays? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get you to a staircase. Do you have any trays in the house? Ow! Two. Ow! Come on in. <gasps> that was a good one. He won't fight him. What? Because wait a minute, I'm in love with her, and I'm gonna marry her, and there's nothing you can do about it. Now she goes, "Don't hurt him. He's an old man." That hurts. Oh. Hard. That really hurts. That hurt. Uh, Ooh. Oh. oh, I thought that would be the moment where he realizes that he's just acting like a lunatic. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Look at that face, man. Yeah. Why can't the script be about logging? Why must I be humiliated in this man? More logging. This More logging. Must be. It's a leftist triumph. <laughs> the trailer is 100% logging. logging. Like, I really... When I watched the trailer, I was like, is this the same movie I saw 30 years ago? That's so weird. I don't remember the log. I mean, I remember it was logging, but the love story is really the uh, interesting yeah. part. Here's the wife, and I had it wrong throughout the whole film. Now, he goes, he, for the first time, like, lets it be known that she was afraid he was going to, like, leave her for Lada. We didn't get that throughout the whole movie, and I think it's a missed opportunity. Right. She's happy when she hears her son will marry her. I don't care as long as it isn't you. Honey, you're the greatest. So she goes, it's time for everyone to eat, and they're not coming in. Would you please help me? Oh. Oh, 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 I got it. I got this I one. Got it. All right. Oh, so the ending's coming. Let me get myself ready for it. <laughs> well, I mean, there is no further to go. He's been rejected. Her true feelings are, are revealed that he's an old man. He's realizing I've been a fool. I'm. It's a pipe dream. It could never have happened. My proposal was indecent. And she's like, I got my man back because he got no choice. <laughs> You got no choice. You're stuck <laughs> with me. Uh-huh. Yes, fun story. Okay, go ahead. Turn it up. Turn it up. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, come and regret it. Hello. Mon's ear is about to get. Now, if there's a dog in your room, tell him this is not a wagon train commercial. Why does a rich person have a, wagon, wagon. Belt, a triangle for come and get it? Love me tender again. The whole fucking film. See how he's happy? Yeah. It's like a resolution for him, too. That's. Holy, holy, oh. Wait, now he's not looking happy. No. He's just leave. He's crying. There's tears behind that coming, get it? Well, that was the life that he turned, he turned away. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting his son's getting the life he never had. 
Well, granted, the daughter's a And the money. Lot of Bostrom. Wow, Adam, what'd you think of this movie? Uh, I thought it was really good, actually. I'm not gonna lie, I still like it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you forget about the logging part, but um, yeah, it's really about the uh, relationship, right? Yeah. Like, I still think it remains true. I mean, obviously, I'm 40 years older than I was when I saw it, so I've lived the guy's life, and uh, right, you can see where I wasn't. I didn't choose one or the other. I mean, uh, you know, God chose me to have a failed business, but um, <laughs> no, but it wasn't like. You know, God, I was so scared that I would be poor and happy or rich and, and unhappy. It's in the movie, obviously, it makes it seem like there's one way or the other. For his yeah. personal story, it was, but not for... Not his sons or not other people, yeah. Carl, but yeah, think? I still think it's powerful. What do you guys think? Well, I thought it was it was very relatable because I married for middle class. <laughs> I should have married for sex, okay? Right, right. Um, no, I re- I'm with Adam. This was a good film. It was, you know, it's a shame that, like, we don't notice the logging because they changed everything. But, no, I would say it's a good film, and I think Francis Farmer did a great job. And I didn't notice that there – no, that's not true. We do notice the tonal difference. There are two directors. There's a little stuff, you know, like yeah. the goo yeah. and then maybe some – but the goo felt like comic relief. Like, it's still but a great really professional. Know. They have to fall in love, you know. Yeah. It's not just that they're both good-looking and young. Like, they have to have a moment. Like, he fell in love with their mom. It was that so, moment of the fight, the bar fight, which is more interesting. That's what I respect so much about the script is that he was not lovable. He was not – well, he was lovable, but he wasn't like a leading man hero that anyone would fall for. He was klutzy and big-winded. He'd say right. stupid stuff, make a mistake, fight his dad. He did have a good skill. heart, though. He did make decisions like he – Bet five hundred dollars in the eighteen eighties, and then gave two hundred dollars to this stranger because of yeah. a story that he had. This woman that was going to poison him. So it was. Uh, he. He. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a good movie. If I didn't know the backstory, Carl, some movies you would watch and that had a terrible backstory, and you watch this weird movie, you go, "What the fuck happened? Why?" You know, like right, they all screwed up. Yeah, they screwed up. But I couldn't tell that from this movie. If I didn't know that it was two directors and that the the lead was hard to work with for everybody, and that. The, was getting into these incidents, I would still think this is a good movie. You know, like yeah. I, I think the the drama it was like a Twilight Zone episode where he realizes his regret, the way he was pushing his life forward, and that came across. I would love to see more logging politics that was taken out, but <laughs> the direction was fine. It was a good movie. Adam, uh, can you join us next week? I think that's a yes. He, he's frozen. He has a bad bandwidth. He's frozen. All right. Well, Adam, can week. you yourself only join us next week? Oh, he's <laughs> on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> oh, what? The mute button? What do I got to do? All right, I'm going to motion to the No, yeah, I'll see you guys next week as long as you do anything in black and white. All right, well, good news. Here's what the deal. Let's watch a dead-end kids movie, The Bowery Boys, one of those films. I'm okay. going to go ahead and pick one from there. I'm going to f- try to find the worst one that they have, and we'll watch it next week. And Mike, have of- some mercy. You know I'm going to really watch it like three times, so have some no, mercy. I'll do the research. I'll I'll research. Sandwich. Oh, you, you want to do a switcheroo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me, yeah, I'm going to pick oh. a Bowery Street Boys movie, maybe when they're the dead Maybe end. I'll watch it. Maybe I'll change my mind what it maybe is. Maybe. What is this deal, officer? 
I'll well, look at uh, I'll look at Wikipedia five seconds before we start recording. Uh, yeah, now, that's Mike, great. Mike, please just research the movie. Don't go to the library and get the Bowery Boys, you know, classic, you know, eight DVD box set and waste three weeks and then not have content. That watching every single uh, Abbott and Costello movie did, before did, did, it did a, it did a little, but it did so little. But all Just, I did was I read a. I'm, I'm going to go to the library and research Bowery Boys, and I'm going to bring an extensive history of 1930s comedy. <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, Adam, join us next week. Audience, join us next week here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, we are stream every Sunday. To go to MutinyRadio.fm, uh, see what's happening. And uh, there's a donation button, and we have our archives there. Check it out. Check out our archives at the uh, Mutiny Radio, and don't forget to donate and check out what there's happening with Mutiny Radio. And check us out on YouTube and uh, podcasts, and go to uh, more information. Check out proudlyresents.com slash let's. All right, so uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, my brother Adam will join us, and we'll be watching the Bowery Street Boys. See you later. Bye. Let's watch a full-length Song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a The man above been talking to me. He said he understands my view. He's always walking with me. Cause he sees what I've been through. When the world starts kicking me around, all in my face make me wanna put him down. Trying to earn, trying to learn, trying to love like a man. Sometimes it feels like it's out of my hands. Oh. I'm from the hood that's forever sinning. Well, life is too for granted. Here's who death is winning. Nothing but blues around. No Feel like brand. we losing now. Time is spent in this environment. Could abuse a child. Crazy. I ran wild. I ran out of blessings. Been in and out of prison as an adolescent. My phone was getting there. Get this something said it's time to turn my life around. Redirect my hustle and go legitimate. Till I get corporate and invest fortunes. Uh -huh. With exec bosses sitting behind the desk at the office. But I'm left jobless. Nobody hiring ex-convicts. That the
domain I'm less conscious It's so hard when they close doors And when you looking like the so-called Hip-hop or you getting out Stereotype scar for life stigma But still a kid gotta get a dime Red above and talking to me He said he understands He's always walking with me Hear a voice saying stay focused. Fast money, cars, and bras will mislead you. Love backwards is evil, but illegal. Multitask, I make a fortune faster. Keep grinding to him, climbing up the corporate ladder. And in my community, you gotta go out of your way if you out to compete. Then back up and wait for opportunity. I try not to blame society. I eat my pride cause I know deep inside it's me, but not entirely. When a man try to live righteously and propriety turn to anxiety. I thought I paid back the system when I stayed in prison. I did my job. I left the stripes, see what success is like. But the way they set the price. You spend your childhood in the wild hood, you in debt for life. The man above been talking to me. Tapping in for Old Soul Radio. We're going to keep it pretty chill tonight. We're going to be hanging out. Shout out to Ugly Sundays for holding it down. The first block here on Sunday nights, Sunday evenings. <clears throat> um, we're going to play Hella Slaps. I brought some records. Um, brought a CD. Grand Pooba, a CD that I found. We're going to check it out. 
And, uh, yeah. Go Warriors. Gotta get that record up. But, um, yeah, happy to be here with you guys. Um, we got the final hour later on at 8 o'clock, so make sure to stay tapped in all the way till 10. Um, so, but, yeah. Stay locked in here with us at Oso Radio. I'll be your DJ on the ones and twos, MC Pause, tapping in with you. Here we go. Cheer. The world made the opposite. Opposites all 